episode. Dude, I did not even look. This is the final episode. How about that? We'll, we'll call this the final episode rather than an episode number because that's exactly what this is. I'm your host, Logan Moore, and I am joined by Max Roberts. As always, Max Roberts. Hi. Gosh, you can't even get to an intro. Yeah, we're, we're rusty. You, hey, we're rusty. You you're tell, rusty. Can you tell that I haven't podcasted in like why do you gotta drag? Why you got to drag me down with you? Uh, well, we both podcasted. You were on Alex's show the other day. I was on I was. Jared's that was that was uh, planned beforehand. I have one other podcast I'm supposed to appear on. Which one will that be? Jared's for an E3 predictions episode. Same um, here. So I'll be going on to his for an E3 predictions episode, and I'm going what? to Alex's as well as. What conference are you doing with Jared? Uh, Bethesda, I believe. I am Nintendo. Also, this is episode 127. 127. I saw. I thought I was going to say 129 off the cuff, but I was not sure. Uh, 127. That's correct. But this is the final episode. We're just going to call this the final episode. Don't dun, put an episode dun, wrong. Dun. I'm, no, the uh, final episode works. So, yeah. Remember a couple months ago when we put out that uh, notice, Max? It was like, hey, the show is ending, and we don't know how many episodes we're going to do. Turns out we're just going to do one more, and it's this one. And it is now May. The flowers are blooming. It is not cold Isn't it going to snow in like a week up there? It better not. It's been like 90 the past week. Maybe that was in New York. I don't know. I heard it was going to snow somewhere up north. Snow in June or late May? Um, uh, yeah. I, yeah but, did we record that episode back in like what? February, I think? February or March? I had it up. And then I, think had... it was, I think it was February. So yeah, if you are just joining us. February because you, prob- you probably are in case you've left. Uh this show's pretty much ended. We said we wanted to do a formal goodbye at some point. We also said we wanted to do a God of War review at some end point. Of, end of February. That's what I thought. And we said we also wanted to do an E3 predictions episode at some point. And this episode will be all of those things, except for the God of War review part. We'll maybe talk about that for half a second. Um, but yeah, this is, this is it. This is going to be our final episode of the program because we closed down everything else with Model Citizens Media Related back in February. This is the only one that was left around just because... SoundCloud subscription. Yeah, SoundCloud subscription was on a different timetable compared to the rest of the stuff we were doing. Uh, So this is the only one that we have left over from that whole shindig. Uh, But it's fun. I'm glad we've waited to do this one just so we could milk one last E3 predictions episode out of this program forever because, you know, that's why... That's why you do these things. Or those are the fun reasons to do these things, at least. The predictions episodes were always the most fun ones that we've done here. So, Should Predictions are the best part of every E3. Yeah. It, it's it, it's which, which fun this, to speculate and which, you know, secretly have your hopes and dreams. Yeah, which makes it even more sucky that Walmart kind of ruined it. But we'll talk about that in the E3 portion. Uh, so this episode's going to be in three parts. We'll do the E3 stuff in the middle. Uno dos tres. We will say goodbye at the end. And um, at the beginning, Max, <laughs> what have you been playing the last three months? We'll I'll keep this tell very you wrong. what. I've been playing a game called Minute, a game called God of War, a game called Far Cry 5. And Far a game, Cry 5 is terrible. And a PSA, game called uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. All very good games. Uh, I got into MOBAs. You did. You got a jersey. I started playing League of Legends. That's the thing that we play. Uh, I, I don't play that game that much. Um, everyone should check out Minute, but wait until Minute comes to Switch. It was just confirmed to come to Switch recently. It's very, let's very hit, fun. Let's hit on the big ones. God of War. You and I both bounced off that pretty hard, didn't we? 
bounced off? What do you mean? You 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 have not played that game in a good good while, have you? Nope. Yeah, we both work, played it. And then work we round like, down, and I ended my work as in on the writing part of it, and so I just haven't I haven't booted it back up, and I kind of want to break. Yeah, I did not like that video game. I think the writing was bad. I think the story was bad. I think the world was yeah. kind of sparse. The thing that I was talking about, I was actually talking about this with a friend earlier. The world, I, I realized that the reason why I was so upset that they took the hunting stuff out of that game was because it made the world feel empty. Like, it, it the lack of towers. Wait, which game are you talking about? Far Cry 5, not God of War. I thought you were talking about God of War. I thought no. you were just going on this, like, joke part of, like, how No, I'm talking about Far Cry 5. I feel like you said God of War when you opened this up, though. Not like I said, how did you feel about Far Cry I feel like, no, I think you said God of War. We both bounced off that really quick. Anyway, I meant Far Cry 5 if I I said God of War. Oh, the reason I stopped playing Far Cry was because God of War. I got God of War two weeks early. Did you like Far Cry, though? Because I didn't. I liked what I did. I got up to the second region, the one in the north. Yeah. That's about where I was. It's, I don't know, it's It's samey. It's more Far Cry. Um, yeah god of war is the big one god of war um god of war is a game might be my favorite video game that is released in the entirety that we've run this program uh so however long i've been how long three years three years years, so 2015 to 2018 yeah that one lived up to the hype that one uh we could have done a we were gonna do a spoiler cast for that one and then we just didn't because i don't know we got busy we were busy the whole time and plus actually you know what really uh unmotivated me to do a spoiler cast for that one was seeing mr Corey Corey barlog Barlog. go on like seven others and i was like oh okay i guess we don't need to do that you and i talked about this the other day at breakfast i forgot that we literally just seen each other so yeah you still haven't shaved your neck beard yeah i need to do that mr really gotta do that um Uh, god of war was great uh I helped with the guide on that. That was really cool. Got that game two weeks early. I actually I played one, two, and three to warm up for it. Uh, God of War. Sony Santa Monica gave Naughty Dog run for their money. It's like, yo, what if we did this? It's up there with Last of Us for me, man. Like it is very close. I think it's um, a very, very good video game. I don't know uh, if it. I don't know if I like. I wanna, it. Here's a, That'd be a whole that'd be a whole discussion we could have had one episode Last of Us versus God of War because you obviously you got the you've got the gameplay with God of War is just clearly better and that's not even saying anything negative about no Last that's just of Us. A, it's it's way more it's fun. like clear advantage in God of War's favor for gameplay and then the stories are both pretty close like I don't know I think I think Last of Us's narrative is better but. Just a bit, like the like the gap between the narratives also two... is closer than the gap between the gameplay for me. Yes, that is one thousand percent correct. But they're also two very different games. Like they they're are. going for two completely different feels. One of them is f- be scared, like and stressed the entire time. The other one is become the most powerful being in all of Midgard. But it's easy. It's an easy comparison to make, just because obvious reasons how much influence God of War took from The Last of Us. So yeah. I don't it, know. It's easy. My my favorite part of God of War. The no cut camera. Really? I, really. I like that quite a bit as well. It it made it probably the most immersive non VR game I've ever yeah. played. And it just like you didn't 
you didn't feel like you left anything important, and I really want to see other games try and tackle that. I think that's a fantastic way to immerse you in the characters and in the story. And I was thinking about this because we were just talking about The Last of Us. I was thinking about this the other day when I was walking my dog. I was thinking about The Last of Us and how the camera does cut because it transitions between gameplay and cutscenes and things like that. But The Last of Us never cuts away from, like, it never changes scenes away from the protagonist. So I feel like that's something a company like Naughty Dog could do down the line. Except they, for it seems like they're going to be cutting away from the protagonist this, in this next one. Yeah, sure. no, that they'd have to start a project with that in mind. Yeah. Um, and it, it would have to be the way they tell the story. But it's interesting to see, like, I want to see other companies tackle that. Big cinematic games without cutting the camera because it's oh so cool. I'm going to let works, I agree with you, yeah. I'm going to let my dog out. See how he behaves cuz he's just over there pawing and crying. Oh, so that's why you keep looking in that corner. It is. I'm just staring at him. I'm going to leave the let mic on for radio commentary. So there's a lot of things I could say here. Be really mean about Max? Mean to Max? You could say horrible things about him. Instead, he can't escape though. I'll just say I'm very sad that this program's ending. You didn't let him out. I did. He's right there. Oh, you let him out of his cage. I thought you meant like let him out of the door behind you. No, if I let him out there without me being able to get up and supervise, not going to be a good situation. Mm, I see. This is having having a dog. Yeah, Max got a dog, I guess. That's news. I did. Come here. This is why we can't podcast anymore. Max has ended it. Yep, I ended it because of the dog, and he's really, he's really bitey right now. So he just keeps biting me instead of his toys, and I'm really sick of it. Anyway, dog this is, is joining the show. This is his, uh, this is Ollie. His game, his opinion on games is stop playing the Max. Pay to, attention he likes to, to me. Dogs a lot. No, he doesn't. I'm. Oh my gosh! If we were, if we were recording video, you could see Max playing with his dog. I'm not anyway, playing with my dog. I'm trying to get him to stop. You're, he he thinks it's a game that I think. I know, but he'll just anyway. bite me if I don't. This is bad. Ow! God of War was a game. It was a good game. We could that would be a game that I would think we would probably talk about for a long time on this program for many many months. Game of the year so far. Yeah, actually, that's a good segue into leading into it because we're not going to do another Game of the Year episode. It will take a lot for anything to unseat that for me. Like, we're talking like something that has to be maybe my favorite game of all time to beat that. Don't worry. God of War is on a short list of my favorite games ever at this point. And I know Spider-Man's lurking, and I know I've been running my mouth about Spider-Man forever. But man, Spider-Man has got to be... That has got to be the game I've dreamed of my entire life, which it could be, but yeah, it's it's going to be a lot for God of War to be unseated. It's the the, the only th- there is Spider Man. The other big one that people will talk about is Red Dead possibly beating it. Um, See, that's not going to beat it for me. For you, yes. Which you preface by saying beat it for you, and you're yeah. right. I'm probably in the same boat. I doubt Red Dead would beat it that's for me. Like- I don't like Rockstar's style of storytelling, really. That's all. It's always felt kind of disjointed for me. I don't know why. Max Payne um, 3's story was great. Well, yes. That's kind of a, a different beast from their open world ventures, though. Yeah. 
I just needed to name drop Max Payne 3 one last time. I keep forgetting about that game. Existing. It's a fantastic game, and I wish it would be on back and pad on Xbox One so I could it play it. It was already. It's not. I look kind of regular. Like Splinter Cell. I'm just not as vocal about it. Um, Splinter Cell. Hey. Hey. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we wanted to talk about in this opening slate? I, I know we want, I wanted to give us a second to talk about God of War because, like I said, we were planning on doing that spoiler cast and that just didn't happen. Uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy game. Um, can't wait for God of War 5. Yeah, God, God of War 2 slash God of War 5, whatever you want to call it. Slash like God of War Ragnarok. That's like now maybe my most anticipated video game to come mm. up. I got other stuff. I'm more excited for that than I am The Last of Us Part 2. I know you are. Because again, there's like logical cliffhanger, or not, there's apparent cliffhangers at the end of God of War where you're like, wow, I can see exactly where that can go from here, whereas Last of Us, I don't know, I've always said it's, it could be its own thing forever and it'd be fine with that, so. It could be. It does stand alone magnificently. And I have no doubt Last of Us Part 2 will be amazing and I will love that video game, but... They got to prove that to me first. Yeah, they got to prove it. But I have total faith. They had a mocap dog. Can't be a bad game. It's true. Who else was doing mocap dog earlier today? Remedy. 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 So you know that. that ooh. Ooh. That's what I needed to put in that list. <laughs> Remedy. Things. There's nothing I know about Remedy. Eh, there's nothing I will say about Remedy. Never mind. Anyway, it's weird. It's weird for me to. We're gonna get into our E3 stuff. I'm scheduling E3 for our outlet, uh, so I have meetings with certain companies to see certain products. Uh, well, let's. Can I touch on this briefly? I can't say a lot. I was gonna say none of your predictions involve this top secret no, information. No, they don't. Not based off any previous information you are privy to. They I, do not. No. Um, at the very, at a very bare bones level, I think I can say I'm meeting with Remedy. Uh, Remedy has already said they will be at E3 though, and their new game will be there. So that's like pretty common knowledge that they're going to be at the, be at E3. So we'll see what that is. But yeah, no, when we get into the E3 predictions and stuff, uh, it's weird because I've got some ideas and things that I would like to say, but I won't. Secret Next inside screen. scoop. Max is fighting this dog. I'm not fighting him. He's just not listening. And it's uh, Do you want to take a break, or is there anything else you want to say before? Let's take a break real quick, and then we'll go into our E3 predictions, and then we'll close it out once and for all. Sounds good. We'll be back after this break. Ladies and gentlemen, for the final time, let's get into some E3 predictions. Max, are you ready? I'm, I was born ready. I worked on these like last week. I've been working on them throughout the day, even though I've had them running through my head. Obviously, like you said, like 
I've each been like season you predict things nonstop left and right on your own anyway. So yeah, I've been like editing them for the past week because I had predictions and then companies go and announce things in those predictions. I'm like, oh yeah, I wanted to touch on that real quick because well, obviously this is just more for us doing this for fun than anything. Because if we were really doing this and the program was still going forward after this, we would do these much closer to the show because we are still four weeks out from E3, which means a lot of these things we predict here might get answered before then. I mean, look at what's happened this past week with Bethesda announcing Rage 2 is now a thing. Hey. Uh, so that's one announcement that's happened. We know Kingdom Hearts stuff has happened in this Friday. Uh, there is potential for a lot of things to be revealed. Uh, supposedly the Battlefield reveal event is happening before E3. The Call of Duty reveal Call event of Duty. is this, weekend, this week as well. There's still a lot of things to go before we actually get to E3 proper. So some of these might not be as accurate as normal, which kind of sucks. But nonetheless, we're going to do it just because. Why the heck? Well, not? I wanted to touch on that. The reason, not the reason, um, because of that, because of how far out we are and how kind of Walmart. Walmart and things like that. <laughs> um, I've tried my best to make these, uh, my predictions as like specific and nitty gritty as possible. Yeah. Um, because you like to do that just to go crazy balls to the wall, which some of these are balls to the wall. And some of these are pie in the sky, but I just tried to be as specific as I could be, which was really, really fun. And I came up with a lot of stuff. That's good because I think mine are a little bit waning this year because I didn't start working on them until probably four or five hours ago. Again, it, like I knew what I wanted to do for them. It was just more, I don't know. Some of these aren't as hyper-specific as normal for me last year. Last year was my peak game of the year. Or not game of the year, I'm sorry. E3 predictions. Uh, you were so, at the top of your game. I was at the top of my game my... last year. This, this, year I, this year, I don't know. This year is kind of weird too because it... I wanted, You're going to touch on it now. This is like the last transitionary year between console gens. So it's like, even with, uh, there's that. And then I feel like so many students, what else were you going to say? That Sony's already kind of like shown their hand. Not shown their hand. They've, Sony's gone ahead. I mean, they have. They've stated every first party game that will be there. Yes. So there's, Sony came out and said that at their E3 showcase, they're going to have Death Stranding. The Last of Us Part Two, Spider Man, and Ghost of Tsushima. They also got way out in front of that, and were like, "Hey, everybody, this is going to be very different. So don't expect normal E3, which is kind of weird in some respects. But at the same time, again, like I feel like this is the last like firm year where we are not going to be hearing about consoles. And then next year, as we get into spring and GDC and stuff like that, similar to what happened with PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. That is when that stuff will start to bubble up, and then we'll have reveal events, maybe potentially before E three, like normal. Yeah, I don't know. I I think we'll follow. I think Sony will follow a similar release announcement slash release schedule for PlayStation we'll Five. Hearing, yeah, we'll start hearing T stuff. We've next. heard. I don't, I don't think they're coming out next year, though. That's the thing. I do. I think PlayStation Five is fall next year. <sighs> I don't think Microsoft is. Personally. Oh, I don't think Microsoft is, but they I don't, think PlayStation they don't Five is. Yeah. Um, well then, hmm, I mean, this, this opens a lot of questions for PS4 then. So that means you're expecting Spider-Man days gone, death stranding, death stranding. I think we know we'll probably be pushed to PS5, but I got to throw it in the mix. Death stranding, last of us two, uh, dreams and ghost of Tsushima to all launch before the PS5. See, that's what makes me think it's not. I think some of those games launch on both 
and I think some of those they do don't love. have a track. They don't have a track record of doing that though, like Nintendo does. So that's my only hesitancy with that prediction as well. See, I feel like I feel I like, Sony, like part, part you might, of, you might as well have said The Last of Us launched on both of them. It was the swan song for the three, and yeah. it was close to the launch of the four. Yeah, but now we're going to have multiple games like that because we know next year what else is there? Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima. And last was I part think, two, and then whatever the heck Test Stranding is. I think they, they launched Death Stranding will be PS5. We know that. We actually we don't know that, but, but that it is just, just it's a so extremely educated guess. Um, it's I, that's my gut. I do. We, th- may as, we may as well start with Sony since we're talking about them, so we'll get into those in a second. But yeah, this is it is. I will say this though. I think we start hearing about the consoles next year. I, I just think with Sony's lineup, like Sony has been getting away with releasing what two-ish first-party games every year for the past couple of years. Um, I think they can definitely probably release with two or three games out of that slate that I just mentioned for the next for this year and for 2019. And then 2020 is when they can get into the big boys and start. Next year, they can start revealing hardware as long as PS5 launch games as well. Like NAC yeah. 3. The greatest game. Uh, There's going to be so many pieces of NAC. I, a billion pieces. I hate to do this, Uh-oh. but I'm just worried my dog is going to choke on something. So I have to grab something out of his crate. Grab something out of your dog's mouth and I will entertain it's, the folks again. You please do. I'm going to leave my mic on so you can hear the growling that might ensue. So Have fun. I'll do my best. This, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we can't record anymore. Dogs. They ruin everything. See, I've been thinking about getting a dog. But one, I don't even know if my apartment allows it. So that's problem number one. Right. Two, I'm not ready for that kind of commitment. All right, my life already is hard enough without a dog. I've been going through too many life changes. Right, Max? Right. I was too slow. We'll see how this goes. Well, it's not It's not going to be good. He's going to throw up tonight. No, that's dogs for you. Sony, Max, let's get into it. Let's do it. Oh, I'm excited. <sighs> Sony, I, I want to start with this the one because we just kind of naturally started talking about it too because I think it's like the least, again, they have kind of shown their hand, which is a little strange compared to past years. Um, I feel like there will definitely still be some surprises, which we've both got here, I'm sure. Um, but Max, give us your first hot prediction. All right. So before they announced the showcase, these were all sort of separate predictions, but in light of them announcing... Their four main titles. I've gone ahead and done the easiest prediction, wrapped it all into one. There will be a demo for all four games. Okay. A, there will be some sort of demo for Ghosts, for Last of Us, for Spider Man, and Death Stranding. Um, those were all originally separate, but uh, now I've just wrapped I've got, them all so, into one. So this is kind of similar, but I'm just going to do it anyway because it is different. So we can both have this sort of prediction. It's a different prediction. Uh, Spider-Man and Ghosts of Tsushima will have their gameplay highlighted during the conference, and that'll be it. Death Stranding and Last of Us Part Two are not getting demos or getting shown any sort of gameplay during this conference. Uh, you can save those things. So... One, because Death Stranding is still so far out. Kojima's going to show another wacky trailer. All right. That's it. I think it's so interesting because that prediction right there, is completely opposite of my next two. So I, I don't think I don't think it makes sense to show Last of Us either that much. If they do, it's going to be super brief. 
I really, I, I think they can, I was talking to you about this the other day, I think, they can go down the God of War route with this, where they showed, like, maybe one demo, and then that's it for, like, the entirety of the lead-up to the release. God of War didn't hardly have anything shown of it. There was a couple game tra- gameplay trailers here and there, uh, but other than that, it was a whole lot of, like, hey, let's highlight the story and stuff like that, and I think they're going to do a similar thing with The Last of Us Part Two. They don't really, like, I don't know. They... Uh, I don't know. It's just right. my guess. So, I, I think I think Ghost I think Ghost of Tsushima is going to be their highlight because that is the one out of that group of three. That is the one I want to see the most because Death Stranding. I don't, don't freaking know what that is. Uh, so I, I, I kind would, of I kind of don't want to know. That's also part of the reason why I'm like wanting to see Ghost of Tsushima more. Last of Us. We know it is. It's the Last of Us. It'll be good. Uh, Ghost Spider-Man, we've seen a ton of. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is this freaking samurai ninja boy game. Where you're a ghost from from Sucker Punch. I imagine that's gonna play pretty awesome. I would like to see that the most out of the three, just because it's the most unknown quantity to me. So, that's what I hope we see the most. All right. I just seeing that in Spider-Man, though, really. All right, you can pick. You want me to do my Death Stranding or my Last of Us? Uh, go for it. Go for it either. I don't think I have anything else centered around either of those. The last of these two were just specific about the demos, uh, so I felt they deserved their own. Uh, but the Last of Us Part Two, de- Part Two demo, part two. that works. Ba- too. Ba- ba- two, uh is with Ellie and a dog companion, with a no date given. Oh wait, why did I write that? Never mind. Scratch the no date part. Uh, Joel is not seen. There's no like ghostly Joel. There's no actual Joel. Joel's nowhere to be seen. The ghostly Joel. I just you know I don't believe it, but just whatever people are saying. And then um, the demo ends with the text saying 2019 window. 2019 so window or just 2019. 2019. It has a 2019 window. <laughs> window, and it's a picture of the window from the first game. From the from the first game. There you go. Uh, it just ends with 2019 across. Um, shoot, I can't do this one, can I? Because I just said that. That's the same prediction. Um, Cheating over there. Don't worry, I have another prediction that directly contradicts one. All right, I'll do Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man's newest trailer slash demo, whatever it is they show about the game. So this is kind of separate from the other one. Whatever they show about Spider-Man, new demo, new trailer, whatever. Anything Spider-Man. It will reveal at least one major new villain that is in the game. Who? Hmm. You want me to go specific? I would love it if you would go specific. Uh, Green Goblin. There you go. My gut says Rhino? No, wait. Uh, Rhino's already revealed, right? I haven't seen Rhino. Oh. Shock, no. Shocker's revealed. Rhino. You know, do you know what, do you know we'll what I just Green thought Goblin. of with Rhino? I don't Why know. I thought Rhino was in the game? Why? Because of the end of Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2 where they had the oh, rhino. It's the second one with Paul <laughs> Giamatti as the rhino. Oh my gosh, that's what was in my head. Uh, no, but I, I would think rhino. I feel like rhino's the guy. Well, we know the Osborne boys are in this game, so it makes sense we for do. Green Goblin. To Apparently, up. Harry's out of country, and you find his cell phone stuff around town, so... and his dad's running for like mayor or something. So the thing, it could be Harry. It could be like a swerve that he's out of the country or whatever. I still, um, okay. 
I think Goblin, the other reason I'm thinking Goblin is because when I saw the combat, a lot of it is aerial based. And I was like, oh, they could do some cool like glider fights in this game. Yeah. So, all right. Glider I think that fights. could be pretty cool. Okay. If you're swinging through the city and throwing punches at the same time next to the Goblin, that could be cool. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to reveal another villain. I'll specifically say Green Goblin. Yeah. Uh, Not Venom? Not your boy Venom? Please kill me if they reveal Venom. Carnage? Venom's, I don't, or no, uh, that's confirmed. They're not in the game. There's no symbiotes in the game. What if they just Brian, said that to Brian throw you Inahar off? Brian has like outright said, we love the symbiotes. They're not in this game. What if it's Which just I'm to throw here. I don't know. You miss, you're a hater. Um, I, I, I love Venom. Is a, is a Spider-Man foe, Venom is great. Like if Venom was in this game, I'd be like, awesome. This is, this is freaking cool. I am into this. It's mainly just stuff like that stupid Venom movie. That doesn't need that. That movie's bad. Don't. It's going to be bad. It's going to be rough. I'm not that defending movie that movie. Not, that movie does not need to exist. See, but the comics do that too. There's been separate Venom, Venom comics, one off for a long time. And I'm like, hey, we don't, we don't need this to happen. This doesn't need to be a thing. Anyway, next up, Max. Oh, by the way, we're doing five predictions for... I didn't say this. Each. We're doing five, five predictions for the big three and then five for third party as a whole. Which is what we did last year. Death Stranding demo starts as another trailer with a new Hollywood star introduced, specifically Ryan Gosling. I thought you were going to say Emma Stone. I was going to say no. Ryan Gosling. He loves La La Land. He loves a lot of things. Ryan Gosling. He loves, he it's Ryan Gosling. He was in Blade. He might. Because Blade Runner and La La Land, it's Ryan Gosling. And then seamlessly transitions... And do trippy gameplay that makes zero sense. Does he have a stick? Norman Reedus? Who knows? All I know is it transitions into trippy gameplay that no one understands. I really hope... I've said this before because we've talked about the Emma Stone thing. I really hope there is no, like, super AAA actors in this game. Because here's the thing. Like, Mads Mikkelsen, great. Uh, Norman Reedus, great. But they're not, like, that upper echelon of Hollywood stars. Like, if there was, like, a... And George Clooney's in this video game. I'd be like, I'm out of it. I, I cannot not see this as George Clooney now. But please help me. Like that would like that would like harm my experience playing oh my this video game more than anything. Did you just hurt yourself drinking that, tea? That hurt my throat the way you made me laugh there. That like it was like my throat's getting to a halt. Just like <laughs> Yeah, like if we got like if Ryan Gosling was in this game and I, I'm just, up in the ante. I'd just be screaming at him about jazz the whole time. Be like, Come on, boy, let's go play some jazz. Or I something. was watching Blade Runner on my flight last weekend uh, or the other day, and I was like, such a good movie. He's so good. So, yeah, Ryan Gosling's going to be in it. Okay. There you go. See? I told you. Super specific. I'm going crazy. Um, I feel like this is my easiest of the bunch. Lay it on me. Hmm. I might need to make this more specific. I'll come back to that. I'll I'll, uh, I'll mull that over as I uh, go for that. Uh, we'll do this. Uh, the next Ginormo expansion for Destiny is going to be revealed during this event. Darn it. You took one. Yes. Glad I took it. Uh, this will be where... Bungie's like that's also your that's actually your safest prediction guys so. we know no it's not I have another one I gotta make it more specific um 
Yeah, they'll just be like, guys, we we know we screwed up. There's a trailer for the thing that'll bring us back together. They won't say that. They'll just, if anything, it'll just be like Sean Lane and be like, here's a trailer from our friends in Activision. And everybody will be like, oh boy, it's going to be Call of Duty. And nope, it'll be the Destiny expansion. It'll come out later this year. When? There's one correct mm, answer. September. Correct. Because it always comes out early. Uh, well, early October is Call of Duty, so I don't think they want to bury themselves. Activision over there. Yeah. September makes sense. It also makes sense why Warmind and whatever the last one was have been kind of underwhelming. I haven't played Warmind yet, though, though. I need to. I miss Destiny. I need to get back into Destiny. Been playing too much Dark Souls. Max, what's next up for you? Dark this Souls. one's. This is honestly probably my easiest one. Okay. Dreams. And the Vita are not mentioned at all on stage. Oh, jeez. That's a good one. I like that, actually. The Vita's a shoe-in. <laughs> but Dreams is what makes it, like, ooh. Dreams is interesting. If they don't mention Dreams, it is like, holy smokes, man. Is Media Molecule closed? Can somebody go over <laughs> to their offices and knock on the front door, please? <laughs> Here's the thing. I agree with you, though. Dreams probably won't be mentioned. They didn't mention it in that lineup. That's a terrible game to show like on stage like that. Like that was a good. It like, was there PSX last game. year, wasn't it? I don't think so. No, because PSX it was, was PSX was time. when they PSX showed it. PSX was off. the first time when it was, was like re-revealed, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Dreams is back finally." And everybody's like, "I, I still don't understand what Dreams is." Um, yeah, that's probably gonna be right. You can take that one to the bank. Um, okay. This is like this is so this is kind of broad, but we'll go with it. Um. So this goes for their whole first party lineup. No release dates that are currently unknown will be revealed during the conference. So I'm being specific. So Ghost, Death Stranding, and Last of Us get no release dates. Yes. Does this mean Windows? Uh, Windows are fine. No specific dates for anything. No. Concrete. So even if they. So even if Days Gone, if they were like, hey, guys, we just had a month of coverage on Game Informer. Now we're going to announce the release date. Dun, 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 dun. Nope. Or I would lose that. Okay, gotcha. So no specific dates of any kind for any game they are showing at this conference. Which I feel like is like my safest bet by a mile. And uh, is maybe almost a little too broad. But no specific, yeah, no specific dates of their first party lineup will be revealed. Okay. All right. I got three left that like, cause you took my destiny one. So I have three that I could use as my final one. I got, I got one more. So. Two of them, two of them are very like about certain games mm-hmm. that we haven't talked about yet, but they're pretty general in that regard. The other one is just pie in the, not even pie in the sky, just like the most insane crazy thing that would never happen in a million years. So you can pick. Never. Uh, is the pie in the sky one Sly Cooper? No. <laughs> what happened to Sanzaru games? <laughs> but but Sly Cooper is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Do you want to pull out your Sly Cooper prediction? Well, all I got is Sly Cooper 5 is it now. <laughs> is this it? Are you locking this in? No. I'm going to do my million years will never happen so I can get it okay. on the record. Do it. This directly flies in the face of my second prediction the last of us part two comes out this year yeah right and the evidence behind this prediction 
Not the fact that Naughty Dog keeps hiring new people left and right. They the just fa- lost a lot of people from the uh, Lost Legacy team, though. Exactly. So that's who they're probably filling in gaps for. It's not with Last of Us. If we look at the PS3's life cycle with Naughty Dog, 2000, it was every two years. I think it was 9, 11, and 13. Uncharted 1 through 3. No, it wasn't that. It was 7, 9, 11, and then 13 was Last of Us. Yeah. Every two years we got a game. Then we took a little break and we got Uncharted 4. And to get familiar with the PS4. And then we got Lost Legacy, which was a smaller team within Naughty Dog. While everyone else worked on The Last of Us. Naughty Dog's nailed the PS4. They got that engine on lock. They've been hounding away at the game secretly been working on it comes out this year blows everyone's mind that it's done this quickly it comes out this year that's my will never happen in a million years but it's on the record so if it does happen we can point back to this moment and go max was right we can point back to this moment and be like no another crazy naughty dog prediction for facts what else is new i i was i feel like this is clear enough but if not i don't believe this will happen at all i don't know it is no for sure no but i'm just i'm just making it i'm just saying making light of it because you do always make i do always prediction every year so this is in line with past years i'm glad you didn't steal my other one though all right lay it on me finally after years oh ooh, of waiting siphon filter after two thousand, since waiting from two thousand and fourteen, Rocksteady is gonna finally reveal their new game during this Ooh. conference. Ooh, uh, and it is. Is it a superhero game? It is a superhero game that is not Superman. I don't buy those Superman rumors for half a second. Everybody's been saying forever, like, "Oh boy, it's gonna be a Superman game." No, I, I don't think it's gonna be a Superman game at all. Um, it will be a superhero game, though. Maybe it'll be another Batman. Maybe it'll be Ninja Turtles. WB's got that license. They could do that. Uh, I'm not buying the Superman stuff, though. Partially because I don't think you can make a good Superman game. But they did the best Superman fight in God of War, so it's possible. It's true, but Superman can also fly, and that kind of breaks everything. I don't think you can do a good Superman game. I really don't. I just Superman don't 64. Fly through rings. There you go. Green. I, I, yeah, green I, I don't. I don't think they can do Superman. Um, if somebody was to make a good Superman game, I'd be shocked as can be. But we'll see. I'm. Yeah, I think it'll be a superhero game of some sort. They'll pick from that DC roster they got to choose from. Maybe they'll be Batman again. I have no idea. They'll do Harley Quinn. <laughs> no. With, they could do Suicide Squad because that was a Margot Robbie as harley quinn in the game all right there's our sony predictions five each all right we did it team we're, we got green that goblin that was e3 goes to tsushima we got destiny we got uh the last of us part two launching this year max is praying to his dog <laughs> I'm, I'm begging him to be quiet <laughs> yeah i didn't hear him there if he was whining he's whining I'm, and he's pawing his crate and abby will be home in like 10 minutes that's fine I know. Shush. Please. Max, you're, you're what so would you good. like to go to next? Microsoft. Microsoft I want to get I want to get Microsoft out of the way. 
All right. Because I had the toughest time coming up with these. Oh, do you want me to go first this time? Since you I went, go first you this first time, time, since I went first last time. All right, Max, here's my here's a prediction. Ready for this one? A car will appear on stage. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so easy. There you go. Lock it in. One point, Logan. Thank All you right. very much. New Halo game debuts with cinematic. Okay. A la, a la Halo 5. Like, it'll be yeah. Master Chief in a cloak in the desert. It'll be some part that's never actually in the game. But they'll sell action figures of it. Uh, new Halo game debuts, though, with cinematic. Um, Sorry. Because I had to make a new prediction now. Because I stole your or wait, Halo? No, I guess I... Uh, hmm. Did I steal your Halo? So actually, my Halo prediction was Halo 6 will not be teased. That's fine. That's the opposite. There we go. We can do that. There we go. I, I don't think we're seeing Halo. Simple as that. Any, do you, specifically Halo 6 or any Halo games? Hmm. Uh, because so like something Halo like Wars a Halo. Yeah. If shows up, then that counts. Um, mainline entry Halo. Because we know that's a so trilogy. Three, four, I'll say three. Halo. Halo 6, yeah, whatever Halo 6 is there. I do not think we are seeing that. Okay. Just don't think it's time. I don't know why. I just, I, I don't know. You don't think Halo 6 would look great on everyone's Xbox <laughs> One X? Oh, it would look amazing. I would love to play that video game. I don't know. I just, uh, man, I don't know. I feel so weird. It's a quick aside for Microsoft. I, I feel so strange with them this year because... Very excited for them. I am like back in that Microsoft ecosystem because I've been playing so much on my Xbox One X. But like, I don't know what they can come out with. Like, it's like obviously we've got. I mean, this might be a spoiler for Scale Wars, Bound. But, oh, but we've got like gears that like when people talk about like, oh, what are the big first party games Microsoft can reveal? It's like Halo Six and Gears of War Five. It's like we've already done that. We've already. We've already tread that ground with both Gears and Halo. You just can't keep going to the Gears and Halo well for the rest of forever. Like, they need some new things here. They need actually, some new IP. Actually, if that can just lead into another one of my predictions here, because this is obscuring its own crossover with one of yours. Um, my prediction, there will continue to be a lack of first-party first IP reveals from Microsoft, leading to even more concern. Third-party games will be a majority of the company's presence at the show. Okay. Much like last year. I don't think I still don't think they're revealing more first party IP. Like uh and to be very specific with that, uh less than two. Two or less is what I think. I think we might new get. IP. Okay. Or not like I'm sorry, not I I meant first party in general, not necessarily new IP. So even if they were like Gears 5, that could count or whatever. Okay. So just so less than two first party reveals throughout the whole show. Two or less. All right. So you want me to do two in a row? Uh, you can, if you would like. Sorry. I know I did two in a row there. Sea of Thieves gets new DLC detailed. That's probably mm -hmm. my safest prediction. So I had Sea of Thieves uh, DLC will involve Banjo-Kazooie as one of my predictions. Well, wow. You mentioning Banjo-Kazooie is a perfect segue into my next prediction. Banjo returns as a child-focused platformer similar to Lucky's Tale last year. Lucky's Tale was not good. I played Lucky's Tale for about two hours uh, via Game Pass. Yeah, but I, they kind of came out with that. It was focused toward you know a younger audience, 
and I think they're going to do it again. Like they're going to come out with a game specifically for younger audiences. And I think Banjo is that license. I is don't... Rare making it? No, they're working on Sea of Thieves. Someone else is doing it. Please kill me. Um, man, that would break my heart in a thousand pieces. Please don't do that. The thing that's weird about Banjo is even if it was aimed for younger kids, that game has kind of always been like borderline off color to a certain degree. And it's all also like at this point, Hello. the people who are the banjos fan, the banjo fans are people like me. I'm like 25. <laughs> I love banjo. Uh, so it's like their their fan base of the banjo stuff is a little bit older at this point. So introduce it to uh, the new kids. Yeah, you could. Okay, so where are we at? Three and three. Three and three. So you're at Halo number six. Will not be teased. Lack of first party. Car. Okay, here's my here's my here's the big moment of this show for me. This is your biggest one. This is uh this is what I think will be the thing people are talking about after it's over. CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077 will reemerge during Microsoft's conference. It will be a CGI trailer with no gameplay and no release date will be given. But I just think that game just like showing back up and like CD Projekt Red finally being like, "Yeah, guys, it's time. We're ready to talk about this game we've talked about for 5 years now." Or whatever it was, because there's only been one trailer of that. It's so that game is one so teaser trailer. Yeah, they had one teaser trailer for that game like five years ago, and that's it. And it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good it's game. Time. Okay. It's time. Playgrounds. And Sorry, I was just gonna say, and we know they're at E3. So. We do know they're at E3. They're doing something there. Showing Gwen, Gwen two or is it Cyberpunk? Playgrounds Fable is teased <laughs> in some way. That's a good one. I forgot about that. That is a good one. Teased in some way. So I, you know, I don't think we see gameplay or just some sort of teaser. You're going to see the Fable logo and Playground together. That's good. I forgot about that. I forgot they might have a Fable in their back pocket. That made me excited. Thank you, Max. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay, here's my easiest one. I'll just grab the low-hanging fruit because why the heck not. Uh, Gears of War 5 will be announced, slated to release in 2019. Okay, easy peasy. Easy enough. I've got, I've got a specific one, and I've got one that contradicts your car. So which one do you want? Uh, whatever you want. You can tell them to me both, but choose which one you want to lock in. Locking in. Crackdown three is not on stage very long. Brief update with a new release date, August twenty eighth. Terry Crews is not shown. Terry Crews is not shown. Yeah. No, I wrote that whole thing about how, like, they probably had the marketing campaign lined up for him with Crackdown 3, and then they screwed that up big time. Uh, if they do another release date, they better hit that sucker, or else, whew, that'll be bad. That'll be very, 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 very bad if they do games, that. That game's in a hot spot. My other prediction that contradicted your car, Forza is a no-show. There is no new Forza Forza is a no-show? That's like predicting Call of Duty's a no-show. Is it because you think Playground's doing Fable? They started a new studio for that, though. So that is a point worth mentioning. If they're making Fable, that game just started pre-production like six months ago. So <laughs> there's a long ways to go before they get that game out the door. Um, all right, there's Microsoft. I don't know what to expect. Here, here Again, very much like last year. Microsoft always does this. They're the company that I don't know where my expectations are at. They're 
they have the they have the ability to impress me the most at E three, but at the same time they could also be the biggest letdown by a mile. And they gotta find a way to somehow navigate that. It's weird. Their 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 ceiling and their uh, floor is very strange. It, it both at all of these showings. And if my prediction is correct, then they st- again come out and show no first party IP, which I think they could happen. Then I don't know. I think they're just still posturing and waiting for next gen, which might make sense for them to start Hold kicking that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We can see what happens. We doing Nintendo or we doing third party? Nintendo. We'll, uh, we'll get the big three done. Or we could just do the third party and get it done because Abby will be upstairs any minute and then the dog won't be interrupting. I can't hear your dog really. So I don't really? Because I feel like he is so loud. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. You pick anyway, third party or Nintendo. I picked Microsoft, so you pick. We'll do third party. Cool. Because I, I know you like your Nintendos. I do. All right. This is probably a shoe-in. This is, like you just said, low-hanging fruit. Ubisoft reveals a new Splinter Cell game. I say it every year, but okay. Walmart Canada this year got my back. A Canada. Splinter Cell game's coming out. Uh, and then Ghost Recon Wildlands, like putting Sam Fisher back in there. All right, all right. So you got any other specifics besides reveal? That's it. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious. That's the easiest thing I could come up with. Okay, because I have something related to that, but I think I'll still do it because right. it's kind of different. All right, I'll grab this before you do, even though yours might be different. Square Enix will show off Kingdom Hearts 3 footage, but it won't be the centerpiece of their showcase. We will also not receive a release date. Instead, they will announce the release date the following month at D23. Ooh. So there you go. You're I right. think... Uh, All right, my square's next. I so. think they're doing these pre- previews ahead of time because they're not going to have a ton to show at E3 about it, honestly. I think they'll run a trailer. It'll just be like a minute or two, though. And then they're still just going to put 2018 on and everybody's going to freak out. D23 will be where their big blowout is for that, I believe. I believe Sony wants that scoop. Or not Sony, Disney wants that scoop. All right, you ready? Sure. Square Enix debuts a Kingdom Hearts trailer and an Avengers trailer. Gameplay for both debuts on Sony's show that evening. Kingdom Hearts gets a solid date. So you think the date is coming at E3? Yes. Let me be clear. I think it would be better if they did the date at the show because I think that would be like the talk of the town for that week. Um... But man, I, I don't know. I think Disney's just going to be like, hey, Square, no, you should do that at our thing next month so we can get eyes on it. Because that's the thing. If they still have not announced the date by that point, they will get a lot of viewers on that live stream when that happens. So D23 is not live. It happens in July. And yeah, it is live. It was live last year. The one in Japan? No, the one in uh, California, in Anaheim. Uh, they, it was live last year. That was where they did the Toy Story thing. Toy Story was not last summer. The Toy Story World? That was, was revealed last year at D23, yeah. I'm a mess. Okay. Because they, they did that trailer during E3 after the Kingdom Hearts concert, and they're like, more details coming during D23 next month. Oh, that's and right. It was like a hype for that. 
Yeah. Um. Okay. Ubisoft. Hold on, I'm up. I haven't even predicted. Anything. Oh, that's right. I did all the Kingdom Hearts stuff. You did. I'll something. do. I'll do my. I'll do my Ubisoft thing though. No, do it. Neither Watch Dogs Three or a new Assassin's Creed will be announced. Instead, the next Splinter Cell will be revealed and will release this fall, November. Bless. That is going to be their fall game. Oh my gosh! If like their big focus, they're they're punning both Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed in Abby's home, which means Max can get his dog taken away. He's free. Now he's saying hi. Hi, Abby. Logan says hi. Hi, Logan. Did you? So yeah, explain yourself. You have a good time. Such a waste of time. Glad to hear it. Why do I need to go into an eighth grade award ceremony if I teach seventh grade? No Man, one that's knows. A great Two point. kids that I taught last year. Two. Two. Do I care about them? Wow. No one. I hope none of her kids listen to this podcast. <laughs> no. I don't think that'll be a problem. Uh, yeah, we're on the same page with Splinter Cell this year, finally. Oh my gosh. For once. Bless. That's never happened. Now, may I ask, did you come up with this prediction because of the Canada leak? Because <sighs> I, I thought was, it, I Splinter thought, Cell I thought was it, in there before Canada for me. I thought it was the year. Felt like it. The Sam Fisher thing and Recon and Ghost Recon. Like, right. I was like, they're not going to bring back then, Michael Ironsides to voice... 25 lines of dialogue or whatever for this stupid expansion whatever. however and also back and pat for conviction yeah that doesn't yeah who cares mm-hmm. saints row 2 went to back compat like two weeks ago like f- a fight night game just went back like they, there's always weird stuff showing up on back cell um i don't put any stack in the back pat uh, it's mainly the ghost recon thing that helped me think that that was possible plus i think it's just like it's one of Ubisoft's biggest franchises. I don't understand why they've kept it dead for this long. So it just makes sense all across the board. This feels like the year. Watch Dogs 3, there's no rumors about that. There's no Assassin's Creed rumors also, which is weird. And I am of the mind that they're not going to go back to annualize with that franchise because I think that is a bad move. And I think they realize that finally after Unity and Syndicate bottom out. Here's the thing, because I think you and I were talking about this the other day too, right? Yep. Unity and Syndicate like did not sell very well. Like no. neither of those games. So I think that I think that was finally like the not only was the quality of the games getting lower, it was also the sales were getting lower. And I think they were finally like, oh, we should probably space these out because we have milked this so much that the people don't care anymore. So So yeah. Splinter Cell feels like the one this year. So they'll have Splinter Cell in fall, Division in Spring, The Crew Two somewhere around there, just dance. Oh, yeah, just Are you in Rabbids 2? Well, that segues into my next prediction. Oh, there you go. Ubisoft reveals a new Switch-exclusive title. Not necessarily Mario Rabbids 2, but just there is a Ubisoft game exclusively for Switch. Okay, that ship game can't count then. The toy ship game, remember that? Yes, no, yeah, no, no, it doesn't count. New, the like, Elijah be... Wood game. That's the VR game, right? I think it's VR. Yeah. Yeah, no. They got um, the Elijah Wood game. They got the toy game. They got the uh, Beyond Good and Evil game, which will never release game. They got Wild, which will never release. They got all these games that will never just release over there at Ubisoft. Yeah, what the heck? They've been working on all these games for years that are never going to come out. And they've just been like, nah, no more Splinter Cell, though. We're going to kill that. Let's work on Wild with Michelle Ancel. 
Do you think? Do you think um, Aisha? It's Aisha, right? She's not coming back. No. She ran her course. I liked her though. I liked it better when Yves was kind of running the joint. He came out there and oh, with <laughs> I like that better. I mean, that was Aisha, awesome. Aisha, that was my. That's my Twitter banner. I think Aisha was. Uh, the thing I liked about that last year, though, was be, that it, it felt is. more. It felt more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Friendly, like comfortable. Like it was like, oh, this is the guy who runs Ubisoft, and he is out here, and he is saying nice things, and it's like you felt like a sort of like kinship with Ubisoft because their actual people were out there last year compared to Aisha running it, and she does great with those things. Uh, like she, she does. I think Aisha's back. I don't know. I, I like her. Maybe Yves was just putting that face out there last year, so they, they were like, up. they were like, crap. Could, we got Miyamoto on stage. We got to put a big dog up. Well, there. that one, and then two, uh, they were still under potential hostile takeover <laughs> from what's her name, Vivendi? Vivendi. Is that it? It's yeah. a V. It starts with a V. Yeah, it would be Vivendi then, I think. Um, yeah, so they're like, oh, let's just be nice people, and then so we can gain a lot of consumers' trust is we're about to be taken over by this other company, which that didn't happen. So good for them. Uh, okay, is it my turn? It is. Switch game. Gotcha. Um, all right, two-parter here. Sort of. Part two is more snarky. Starfield is a real video game that Todd Howard will appear to reveal during Bethesda's conference. Part two. If you think Elder Scrolls 6 is appearing, you're an idiot. There will be nothing Elder Scrolls 6 related. If there is, I will eat my shoes at E3. Your that shoes. Is not happening. I will eat my shoes at Bethesda show. I will walk up to Pete Hines and say, hello, Pete Hines. Would you like to watch me eat my shoes because you just revealed Elder Scrolls 6? The game is not happening, folks. We're not getting an Elder Scrolls this generation, I don't think. Which is kind of crazy, but no, nah, this, this space game that Bethesda is making. Bethesda we got games. Skyrim on VR. We're good. We got Skyrim on VR, we got it on Switch, we got it on, I don't know, it's probably coming to phones or something soon. Who the heck knows? Probably. <laughs> Commodore 64. Probably get it on the phones, honestly. Um, Starfield, though. There we go. Low-hanging fruit. I'll do I'll do my Bethesda <laughs> chunk. I'm actually, I had two Bethesda predictions. One of them was backup. I'm going to combine them. Bethesda does not reveal new Elder Scrolls or Fallout. Okay. It's easy enough. And Bethesda has zero new console games coming out this year. Whoa. That's interesting. Rage 2 is next year. Yep. Um, so we'll do my part two of mine and see where you stand after this. Um, let me pull it up. And, and, then we'll, and then we'll discuss yours. And we'll see if you consider this console releases. New content from both The Evil Within 2 and Prey will be revealed and will release as either DLC or separate packaged bundles later this year. Similar to what they did last year with that Dishonored standalone game. The standalone DLC? Yes. I think they will do that either with one or both of those titles that I just mentioned, both Prey and The Evil Within 2. Now, would you consider those new console releases? I said new console games. Console Mm. games. There you go. In my head, it was like a new game. Yeah. So I wouldn't. You I can play both of those. That... Play both of those independent of the other games mm-hmm. that they're associated with. If they do it that way. I believe you're correct in what you're saying. So if they do that, I guess I'm wrong. There you go. 
the notable ones would be what? Rage, Doom is the other one that's been that people have been talking about. Doom, won't, don't. Doom I don't think Doom will be there, especially since Id's doing Rage as well. That'd be part of Rage, yeah. Kind of crazy. They could do. I don't know. I think Starfield's the big thing, and I think Starfield comes out this year. Oh, yeah. he, whoa! You didn't mention that. Uh, yeah, I think Starfield comes out this year. Oh, you're crazy. They've been working on this game for a long time, Max. It's been three years since Fallout 4. Did you know that? Yep. It's been three years. And with the way they work on their games, that means another one is ready. Fallout Fallout 4. This Starfield game is ready to go, dude. They're going to do the blowout for it. I believe it. Been rumored for like the past eighteen months that this game exists. Jason Schreier hasn't written about it. It's not true. There's just because the only thing that exists about this game really is uh, a trademark for it, and that's it. It could not even be the name of the game. That's all people have to go off of though. Is that stupid that's, trademark? That's crazy and sad. But there's been some other there's been some other leaks here and there too. I think, but it's just been over the course of like the last two years that this is all built up. But that's totally a real game because. The other, well, the only other thing that adds credence to it is that Todd Howard has like flat out been like, yes, Elder Scrolls 6 is a video game we will make. No, that is not a video game that is coming out even remotely soon. He won't even so, tell his son about it. He won't even tell his son about it. Yeah, that was a good article. Um, but yeah. Poor son. Can't even talk to his dad about work. Because <laughs> his son would go to school and be like, my dad is working on Elder Scrolls 6, you guys. And somehow that would leak to like, Jason Schreier, because he's probably hitting up the playgrounds and talking to them or something like that. I didn't mean it in that way. I just <laughs> meant like Jason Schreier, ultimate journalist. He'll get this scoop no matter where it's at. So there you go. All right, Max, what's your last one? At least five third-party titles are announced to launch day and day on Switch. Hmm. Okay. Do you want to give me some predictions as to what they'll be? I have no idea. But there will be uh, five third-party titles that are announced to launch day and day with Switch. Not a Wolfenstein 2 situation where it's like, it's coming to Switch half a so year later. They, so you think if they reveal like a Splinter Cell, they're going to be like on Switch 2, boys. I'm not saying Splinter Cell specifically. Yeah, I know. I'm just but just like, like games, yeah. There will be, there will be at least five. I mean, they probably should do that if they want. But here's the thing, like... We were having a discussion about this at Dual Shockers the other day. Like, when you look at something like Rage or whatever, like it's like some people are like, "Why isn't this coming to Switch?" It's like, did you watch that trailer? Oh, Switch, Switch would do, melt. Switch can't the, do that. The Switch, Switch would explode. <laughs> like they could probably get it onto Switch, but it would be like it'd be a not technical even, it's not, hurdle. It's not, it's not even that game. It's not even the same video game at that point. You no. Know? Yeah, and for the record, I am not into Rage too. I think that game looks like that game just I think it looks, puts I think me it looks, off. I think it looks really good. Like I said on Twitter, I think it looks really good gunplay-wise and gameplay-wise. We'll see what that tone does. Um, that is stupid. I think most of the tone... Well, I think most of the tone, too, is just from the music. I, I, when I watched that trailer again, I was like, maybe Ugh. a lot of this isn't that wacky. It's just the Andrew WK that they decided to blast in this trailer. I don't know. We'll see. It right. could be. It's going to... I think it'll be good, though. We'll have to wait and see for that one. All right, my last one. Don't feel great about this one, mainly because uh, I think this would be a bad move for their studio to do this with how much they've said they're all in on this, but I'll predict it anyway. Uh, alongside Anthem, 
Bioware will finally tease the next game in the Dragon Age series during EA's conference. I guess... Mm. So here's the thing. I feel like they'd focus on Anthem the whole time, and I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah, neither one of us mentioned Anthem. So that's my thing with that, and that's why I don't think they would, is because they are so hyper-focused on Anthem, I don't think they even want to mention another game whatsoever. Still, I, I predicted that regardless of saying that. Um, but the thing is, they talk about the next Dragon Age a lot. Like, they are very upfront that that game is in, pre, pre, in pre-production or in development. So, like, they are working on that. They were work, or I think a lot more, even, I think Schreier may have written a piece about this where, like, they had a, a fair amount of people that were working on that game, and over the past, like, Pulled years, off for they've siphoned them all over to Anthem to work on that because Anthem is so important to that studio now that Mass Effect Andromeda cratered. Um, Space puns. So, yeah, I don't even know how big the Dragon Age team is at this point, so I'm going to guess that that probably actually won't show that, even though I just predicted it. It's locked but whatever. in. Whatever. We'll go, go with back. that prediction. Anyway. I locked it in. So there you go. Third party. Uh, how are you feeling about the Square Show this year, though? Well, I'm going to touch on that for just half a second. I know the Square Show the Square Show. The past two years is just like this lame live stream kind of in the so middle of the day. So they're doing the direct thing now. It just kills. Which could be. Like there's it, a lot of potential. There's more potential with Square this year than I think there is any other company because they've got Tomb Raider, Avengers, uh, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts 3, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and then what else was there? They have the hype potential. They most certainly do. They have the hype, yeah. The, the games that people will be talking about at the show, they have that potential there for sure. It's just... Will the stars align? I don't think they. I don't think they will. If they talk about Final Fantasy, I'd be shocked. Remember when they showed Final Fantasy VII remake uh, footage at PSX? Remember when they thousand years ago? Remember when they announced Final Fantasy VII remake during the Sony press conference? Yeah, and everyone lost their minds. Yeah, the year of dreams. Dude, that game has been. That game has been ru- had been rumored in some way, shape, or form since I was a kid, though. Like, I remember reading forum posts about how Final Fantasy VII Remake was going to come out at some point. And not the version that it is now, but like, oh, they're going to remaster Final Fantasy VII. I've been reading that on forums since I was, like, 12. Yep. So... It's... Tetsuo... It's difficult because Nomura's supposed to be on it, but Nomura's finishing up Kingdom Hearts. I think Square understands how to allocate resources development resources over there no but uh seven's where nomura really kind of got his big break if i remember his history pretty well so like he's responsible for all that stuff so it makes sense to have him on both projects she's just gotta you know get one out the door final kingdom hearts aside because this has been such an integral part of the show over the years max roberts will kingdom hearts 3 release in 2018 i have to believe it will and if so, where? Like when? I say that late November, early December yep. slot, kind of similar to Final Fantasy fifteen. Yep. November, December is exactly where I was feeling. There's no way mm-hmm. it's October or September. It's- yeah, those are those are two battlegroundsy for and I don't mean the PUBG. I mean like that's where the big boys fight. Not to say Kingdom Hearts to 3 be won't fair, be fair, and not boy. it's not even that Kingdom Hearts three isn't a big boy. Kingdom Hearts three is also just a completely different type of game than the others. So like its that, audience yes. it would find its audience. It would find its audience for sure, and the Kingdom Hearts three people who have been, yeah, we would be there. We would be there day one. But 
man, every, everything better get out of Red Dead's way, dude. Oh, like, oh, yeah. There better be like four weeks of like every every person putting on a game in October, November should try to make sure they put like three or four weeks between themselves and Red Dead because that game is going to hurt people. What What do you think the first game will be to launch day and day with Red Dead? Like there will be a game, you know, that like launches this. Game that t- I don't, dude. If somebody puts out a game that Tuesday with Red it's Dead, it's Friday. Is it a Friday? Okay. If some, if anybody puts that game that week, Tuesday, Friday, whatever, the following Tuesday, <laughs> I think they need to have a massive meeting in their office the following week and talk about what they're doing. Yeah, it's going to be... I think uh, on paper, I think it makes sense for Red Dead to clear out that last week and first week in November, and then maybe the second week in November, maybe like Ubisoft can sprinkle in Splinter Cell there or something like that. We'll find we out. It's later on. Man, September's the month that is crazy right now, dude. It's, it's we've got pretty Spider-Man, packed. We've got uh, Tomb Raider, which is the other one. Two other we've games. There, yeah, there's something else big in there that I can't think of right now. You'll find it. You want me to kick off Nintendo? Sure, go for it. Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Not shown or discussed on Nintendo's showcase. <laughs> It will be mentioned during the Treehouse live stream. Ah, uh, well, that's like that's nope. just like what it will be mentioned. It it will be like someone well, that's will like, say that's like Reggie getting up on stage during the Treehouse and be like, "Yeah, guys, we got a lot of great games coming to Nintendo here. We got uh, the new Yoshi. Okay, We're let's... obviously showing the new Smash Brothers here. Uh, as you know, we have Metroid Prime Four in development." Give me specifics here. Like they're, they're going to have like a in, long, like ten-minute discussion about how this game's working with the director of it or something. They're going to come out and say um, something along the lines of like Metroid Prime Four is still in development. This is who's working on it. Like maybe they'd be more specific with that teams, but then they just go. But we're focusing on the games that are coming out here at the end of 2018 and early 2019, which will be some of the games that we discuss here in our predictions. Like, it's not going to be, and here's a new look at Metroid Prime 4. It's going to be like, Metroid Prime 4 is still happening. Here's who's working on it. But we're focusing on these. Metroid Prime 4 is still a ways off. Okay. Um, okay, for September, by the way, Dragon Quest Eleven, Spider-Man, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Spyro. That was, was what it was. Spyro. I got that pre-order for Abby. <sighs> Do I get burned again like I did with Crash? Spyro, I think, could still be pretty good. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I never played that as a kid either. So this could be a Crash, Crash Bandicoot all over again for me. Um, I'll do my Metroid Prime thing. Ooh. Metroid Prime 4 will reappear during Nintendo's conference. And it'll show gameplay. It will be scheduled for a 2019 window with no specific season, season. or whatever given. Yeah, so no like winter. It'll just say people. it'll just say 2019. It'll just say 2019. Because here's the thing: if that game shows up, I was trying, I was thinking about it because I was gonna say, oh, they'll just show, show a CG trailer. I can't think of a CG trailer that's not Smash that is not featured gameplay from Nintendo. Can you? Almost all of their trailers seem to contain gameplay of some sort. Smash is kind of the exception. I don't know. Because when I think of their directs nowadays, it is almost always like, here's gameplay. Especially for their games. Yeah, I don't know. So I, so I think if that game does show up, it's like it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, we, 
We got a cool God of War trailer to show you guys where it's just visuals. Almost all get Nintendo games seem to show gameplay of some sorts in their trailers. So there oh, you go. Yeah. I think okay. we see something from it this year. I think we have to. Most people will be like, Reggie, where's Metroid Prime? Where is it? They, where they is it, lot. Reggie? Nintendo's hard to keep a beat on here because there's, I mean, just the fact that they can do directs, like totally, yeah. it's totally different from everybody else. Like Microsoft gets one shot at this every year. Sony gets two. Everybody else kind of gets one or two if you count Gamescom stuff. Anyway, there's my Metroid. I like how you have a metroid prediction that i normally would have and i have the metroid prediction that i feel like you would normally have i just feel like they've uh they've got to keep people excited with switch because i feel like already it's not happening right now but i feel like if they don't keep teasing and keeping people excited and, and like sony has proven this generation that this is a feasible thing to do like Sony is Sony sold like 80 million PS4s in their entire this entire generation. They have just been teasing upcoming games for that are so far out. And I think there's like I think that gets people excited. And I think that creates sales. Whether you, you like back in the day, that might not be so smart, but I think it really does help create and generate some sales for people because they know like oh down the road this will be there, this will be there, this will be there. Now that they've run through their, I mean come later. I keep forgetting Smash is coming out. Wow. Um, after, after they've run through their Zelda, Mario and smash gambit, like what is there for people to be excited about? And I think they got to drum up a little bit of that here. But again, like the fact that they have directs means they can do that. Like literally anytime they want, mm-hmm. like look at January of this year. They're like, Hey guys, uh, Mario tennis, <laughs> tropical freeze, dark souls on switch. Uh, like they just announced like six things out of nowhere that was like, Oh wow. Okay. Uh, next three months for switch are all of a sudden kind of packed. So I don't know. It's always they're the they're the hardest one to keep a beat on. But I think it makes sense to see something Metroid here and get people excited. It makes me excited. It get me excited. I'll do it. I'm gonna wear my Metroid shirt again this year and And my Amiibos. I don't even care about Metroid Prime that much, but like I'm down to play that game. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna get this is probably my longest and most specific prediction. Okay. So I'm gonna get it in there now. Smash Brothers is the main star of the show. It's no surprise there, just like they've done with Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey the past two years. Uh, besides an ARMS character being added, one third-party character will also be revealed. To Max's disappointment, it will not be Shovel Knight. Instead, it will either be Snake returning to Smash Brothers, uh, no. Or, no way. or Banjo and Kazooie. Whew. Banjo-Kazooie, the template's already there because of Duck Hunt. Max, I don't think you understand the weeping that would ensue if Banjo-Kazooie came to that game. Uh, what is it? Phil has said he's down for it in the past. Not that that actually means anything. Um, and they've curr- they're they currently kind of partnering with Minecraft over there. Yeah, like <laughs> I think... I think the discussion possibly could have Microsoft happened. Microsoft would absolutely be yeah. willing to do it. It's, it's just, just more an... about like would Nintendo be willing to like make that happen? Because I think it... they could because Duck Hunt fights in a similar way of like having a bird companion. Uh, the move sets would be different because Banjo would be on two feet instead of four and things like that. But I think it's there, and Banjo has a history with the Nintendo platforms, um, so I think that. I think he's more likely than Snake, 
but Snake also has the Brawl legacy, and I think Ko- um, not Kojima, Konami, after Metal Gear Survive, like I feel like gotta, they're willing. They gotta ensure some goodwill there. Not that I think they're just willing to prostitute that brand out however they want, and Smash is the big one of the biggest things to get your character into. So I think they'd be willing to put him back in there. And Snake coming back to Smash would be hype as can be. Kept you uh, waiting, huh? Man, that would be nuts. I'd, everybody would freak out again, even though he like he's already been in a game. It's just <laughs> like, like people would lose their mind again because of that. Like it happened all over again. Isn't that awesome? It'd be funny. I uh, I will know. I didn't have a release date in my prediction, and I don't have one now. Do you think Smash is coming out this year? I go oh, back yeah. and forth. I, I think, think if it does, it's coming out. I go back and forth, kind of. It's but. coming out this year. It's coming out in September, along with their Keep online. I keep thinking September as well. It's coming out like with their within, online. Within like a week of that, because that'll encourage people to get online. Like, that makes the most sense. Oh, I'm going to drop the money for it. It's only 20 bucks. I think yeah. I'm going to actually get the family plan, because one of my That's other... only if you have multiple Switches, right? Well, it's not even that. Multiple Switches are multiple people, so like, if Abby wanted to play online on her account... Just, uh, just bum off your buddy Landon. Well, the... There's a reason one of my predictions involves why I would get a family plan. So, are you having a child? Yep, we're giving it to the baby fresh out of the womb. There you go. I cut, the, Abby cut the cord, smack the butt, pregnant. hand the switch. I thought Abby looked pregnant when I saw you guys Saturday. Um, no, all not right, even well, close. Here's to my pregnant. here's my Smash prediction. Over the course of all of Nintendo's events throughout the week, all the right. Smash Bros. tournament, their E3 presentation. In Treehouse, three new characters for Smash will be revealed. Three! All right. Who are they? I don't know. Ah, oh, come on. Ice Climbers are coming back. All right. I like sure. that. Sure. Like, lock that in. Feel free to lock that in. Uh, yeah, probably an ARMS character. And then, um, hmm. I don't know what the third man. See, I don't know. We still don't know if this is a new game or not, but we're like, pretty sure actually i'm almost positive it is because i was having this discussion the other day with grant like they would not go all out and have this freaking insane tournament again and make such a big deal about this if it was just a remaster this is a new super smash brothers so and if they did go all out for a remaster then we might need to have a discussion with nintendo's marketing (laughs) because wow that would be the disappointment of the century if that was to happen it's so weird Here's here's the, here's the reason the Smash thing really isn't resonating in my brain, <laughs> because we're going to have like six six months potentially between reveal and release for Smash Bros, which is not never a thing. <laughs> it's never happened. That's not a thing that happens. So I want the dojo. I think it's going to be a combination, honestly, where it's like, yeah, this is a this game is pretty similar to Smash Four, <laughs> Splatoon Two. There's going to be a new character. Yeah, maybe might be the Splatoon Two of Smash Bros. Yeah, or it's pretend, pretty much a remaster, but they add a few new things here and there, and it's enough to keep us happy because we're we, we like Smash Brothers. So yeah, three new characters though. Yeah, I don't know, arms, ice climbers. Um, technically, that's three characters. There we go. <laughs> Stop there. Yeah, I don't know who the third would be. It's gonna be something crazy. I I, I do agree that we'll probably have some crazy third party people show up. Who they will be, I do not know. But the fact that they've been so out there with 
Bayonetta and Cloud and Ryu. Like, clearly they're talking to other companies about this stuff pretty frequently. So, yeah. I don't know why I did that. I got to change part of this prediction. Crap. Jump to another one. I will. Um, Yoshi and Fire Emblem get dates for Switch. Both this year. Yoshi will be August 3rd, 2018, and Fire Emblem will be November 9th. Dang! Okay. Are those Sundays or Fridays? Fridays? They do Sunday releases sometimes, which is weird. Well, I've seen Mario was a Friday. Donkey Kong was a Friday. Switch Zelda was a Friday. Yeah, like I just I feel like Friday's their thing now. It's apparently Sony's thing too. Because Detroit's coming out on a Friday. Detroit's Rock. coming out, period. Full stop, I guess, is the better sense there. In like a week. About that. Yeah. Next Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. Uh, my prediction. Reggie fils will say or, do, say or do something during their conference that will become memed throughout the rest of the week. All right, Reggie becomes memed again. And uh, that was the one that Grant said was almost cheating because it's guaranteed to happen. I mean, probably. What was his line last year? It was like, if the game isn't fun, we don't, you don't play it, or so, it was something like that. You remember that where he was like... Wasn't it last year where he was walking through the trees or something? Yeah, he was like walking through the trees or walking through the living room and people were like, what the heck is this? He's like in a meadow? Yeah. Oh, that was good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Reggie is the ultimate meme, dude. Um, space. So what is this? this is my fourth one. Yeah, we got two more. Animal Crossing for Switch announced, and will launch this year. I still think it's going to be compatible with Pocket Camp. I do. Really? I think there will be some sort of crossover there. You will have. It will connect to Pocket Camp in some way. People have been bailing on pop- Pocket Camp. Abby plays almost daily. Oh, well, never mind. It's insane. And um, she's the reason I'd have to get a family plan, because when Animal Crossing comes out, I'm going to have to buy a second Switch. Really? I'll never see my Switch again. Yeah, there you go. I haven't played mine in, like, months, honestly. I've been playing hardcore Donkey Kong lately. Yeah, I need to play Donkey Kong as well. I just haven't yet. Um, okay, here's my other dumb prediction. Nintendo will announce at least two new games for the 3DS that will then cause us to say, oh man, why isn't this coming to Switch? To be fair, (laughs) any game that's announced, people go, why isn't this coming to Switch? True. Any game at all. Anything. That's just just par for the course. It could be... It could be a PC exclusive VR game and be like, why don't you want Switch? True. But two new 3DS games. Two new 3DS games. I like it. I had I have a total of ten predictions for Nintendo. <laughs> okay, so we can do all of them afterwards. I will, but I'm trying to pick what I want to be my fifth one. I've got some safe ones, I've got some crazy ones, I've got some vague and specific ones. I think I'll Does yours involve platinum games? No, go ahead. All right. Bayonetta 3 will get a trailer with a release window. 
forgot about, I forgot they're working on that. There you go. Nice. Okay. Cool. Um, my final one. Pikmin Four will be revealed in the launch in early 2019. Ooh, you think later? They mm-hmm. said Miyamoto said it was done. <laughs> so we ta- we've talked about this before. Was he referring to that stupid Pikmin 3DS game? Hey, or... Pikmin. Yeah. Because he said he never said Pikmin. Because he said another Pikmin game is made and it's almost done. And then everybody's like, "Oh wow, Pikmin Four! It's coming, you guys!" And then they announced that Hey Pikmin game, and I don't think people connected the dots that that's probably <laughs> what he was referring to. I don't know. So, um, uh, Pikmin Four, early 2019. I think it'll be like what they did last year with Kirby, where they're like, "Hey guys, Kirby Star Allies!" and it's out now. Okay. That um, to quickly go through the other ones, just to state them on the record: DLC for Super Mario Odyssey revealed, with no fewer than three kingdoms added. Man, I'd lose my mind. Retro's new game is finally revealed, which recently there have been rumors that it is a Star Fox Grand Prix and Diddy Kong Racing Light game. So you would not like that for the record, right? I don't think I'm on board with that idea. Why not? It's I, a racing game. Yeah, distance it from the Diddy Kong thing. Not that I, Star Fox doesn't sound like a racing game to me. But to be fair, in Retro's history... When Metroid Prime came out, Metroid was not a first-person game. Like, True. They know how to change it. It just it feels weird, and I don't know how I feel about it. I'm sure if that's the case and I see it and it looks fun and good, then maybe it is worth it. You know, I'm I'm not one to doubt Retro's abilities. They are fantastic. So do you do. so do you know what the kind of like one of the main hooks behind Diddy Kong Racing is? Like, you did you pick, read about that? I know you can pick. Airlander Sea. Yes. And there's like a bunch of different routes. Yeah. On each course. There was That's the main thing. There was a sequel to Diddy Kong Racing for the on GameCube. The no, it was they, on the DS. But they were working on one. Oh, a gotcha. Rare was working on one for GameCube. There's footage and stuff and even some GameCube packaging that has it advertised on it. But then <laughs> Microsoft bought Rare and so that project abruptly ended. But like the footage of it's nuts. It was like this. It had this like open hub world design, and then that's how the first one's like that. It was cool. It looked cool. That's about as much as I know about Diddy Kong. Um, what else? I had um Fortnite announced with exclusive Nintendo items. Uh, Wii U ports continue with 3D World being the next port, and then uh, Pokemon for Switch is revealed and launches early 2019. Which again nice. lines up with rumors circling around today that it's called Let's Go Pokemon Pikachu Edition and Eevee Edition, a remake of the Pokemon Yellow. Interesting. So there you go, for the record. Um sorry, I just got an interesting E3 email. Um Ooh. So my only other thing I was going to say is Mother 3 is still not happening. Stop trying to make it happen. I mean, That was my backup. <laughs> if we want other things as a backup, um, Paper Mario isn't happening either. Like, I'm just, I'm, I give up. Yeah, I give up. Paper Mario is dead to me. The Thousand Year Door lives in my heart. Paper Mario is a franchise that is dead to me. Oh, I was talking Thousand Year Door. Like, it's just it's not coming back. I give yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Um... That was Ooh. it. We did it. We did it. There we go. E3's going to be wild. 
congrats everybody thank you to all involved uh that's e3 that's our predictions there we go um not much else to say about that hope you enjoyed them as much as we enjoyed them like we always do it's always fun to try to predict this stuff again who the heck knows a lot of this could get revealed over the next coming weeks and that would suck but i don't know i think most of these are i went safer this year there's a lot of crazy ones like normal we'll see are we gonna count them up again i can send you my list yeah, send it to me. I'll keep track. I'm of still, that. I'm still a fan of my John Voyega appears one from last. That's year. I was trying to be. That's why I was trying to be so hardcore. That's why I threw Ryan Gosling in there because that like, one was like the craziest one that happened. Uh, man, that was a good one. I was proud of that last year. I'll send you mine. We'll keep track. We'll uh, tweet out the winners from the Millennial Gaming Speak account. Follow us there at MGS Podcast if you want to follow a dead account. Um, but yeah, cool. I'm excited for E3. Uh, let's take one more break, and then we are going to come back, and we will put this podcast to bed for good, uh, which is kind of interesting. That part of the show still hasn't sunk in, I guess, even though we haven't done this for three months anyway, so it's kind of almost been dead anyway. But yeah, feel free to come back and join us in a second, and we will reminisce about the history of this show and say goodbye and all that other good stuff. So we'll see you back here in a second. You used to call me on my cell phone. And we're back for the final time. Uh, so this is strange. We're ending Millennial Gaming Speak after 127 episodes. I was going to say we're formally ending it, like properly. Like, yeah, we're we haven't done a show like, in weeks, months. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's kind of already been dead. If you heard our, if you go listen to that 10 minute episode we uploaded for 126, uh, that was kind of the end, really, us saying that. But we knew we would probably end up doing one or two more of these. And that was this episode. So this has been it. That's it, buddy. We did it. We did Three, something. This what? is the longest I've ever done a project. Yeah, same here, I guess. The longest longest podcast before that was 35 episodes. So we smoked that one. Is that your Game Boys one? No, that was uh, But Our Princess is in Another Castle, or Bopiak uh-huh. for short, or Not a Terrorist Organization. <laughs> that was our tagline. Not a terrorist organization. We're not a terrorist organization. That's pretty good. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't know where did we. When did we start this? 2015, right? Correct. Yeah, yes, I think so. Yeah. So it's early 2015. Years, yeah. It's been over three years. There's been a lot of good games that have come out. Kojima's lost his, his job. He's got a new job. He's making a weird video game. Uh, Breath of Zelda Wii U finally came out. Yeah, that came out. We both went to college and graduated college. You got Uncharted. married to a lady. And then Uncharted 4 came out. Last of Us 2 got announced. Got a war so, came out. Dreams. Dreams came true. I've gone to E3 twice. Yeah, and the twice. I will have gone twice. Soon. Oh, by the time it wrapped, I was like, you haven't gone Yeah, I'm now. going again this year. It you will are. have been twice in a month. Uh, yeah, we've done a lot of cool stuff with this show. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think this has been obviously, more than anything to me, what this show has ended up being is just uh, our friendship in a way. Because 
We've had a very public reunion. Yeah, because, like, if we're being honest, this show never had a listenership. No one's probably Hey, listening. man, we had some numbers on those those hot episodes. Yeah, the, the hot SEO episodes with Zelda where we had, like, 500 listens in a day, and we're like, what just happened? And then... According, according to Apple Podcasts, our most popular episodes, The Life and Death of Super Mario Maker... Okay. And Colin Moriarty leaves kind of funny. Yeah, that would make sense because we don't have anything else I to talk do, about. I do know. I think Zelda is still our number one. If we count YouTube views because I think we have like a thousand views almost on the Colin Moriarty episode of that, that oh, yeah, episode. YouTube, cleaning it out. But, but yeah, we did it. And you know what? Last year we did an episode a week. Like I don't think there was a week we missed an episode or something. We missed at some point in like November, I know. But we got we, we got into like, a better we group. We nailed... The consistency part that we wanted to do last year. So that well, I think was really we both cool. got. Yeah, last year I really, I was like knee deep in the video game industry last year, dude. Like I was doing all kinds of stuff last year. I haven't done it as much this year just because it's been so hard with new jobs. I think that's what kind of sucks about this too. Is it? Yes, we're ending this show because I don't know. It's kind of run its course. Like I said, we don't really have listenership. We've never really <laughs> gained that. It's probably not in our best interest to keep putting so much time towards I mean, it's a couple hours a week, but still it's probably a waste of our time. If we don't have a listenership to keep going at this every week, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially if we, as we are both like entering other phases of our life with you being married and having a dog and all that, all that good stuff. And I'm, I've got a full time job and stuff like that now. Um, but like, yeah, like this show more than anything has just kind of been our friendship. I think, and us just hanging out every week and talking about video games, which has been what's nice. And like, I I've missed this show. I've missed all our, I've missed all our podcasts recently. Like I've not, I've not felt like myself this year. And I've, I've, I've talked to like my parents about this and stuff like that, but I've felt very off for all of 2018. And it's been like a weird transition year for me just between uh, like my sucky job and stuff like that that I've talked about to you but like not doing this stuff has like put me in a weird funk that I've enjoyed not doing for a while but it's been weird transitioning out of it and stuff like that I don't know but uh yeah it's just it's just strange that this has become such an ingrained part of our life that like no matter how our weeks were going or something like that. I was like, I was always glad that we could like come in and talk about video games because there's so few people that I can actually talk about video games with. Like even like, like Grant's my roommate. He knows what's going on in video games, but like there's, I mean, if the video games, if the video games called league of legends, the answer is yes. Yes. Or Nintendo. He knows a lot about that and Nintendo and like some Microsoft stuff. He doesn't, he's not really, I don't know. That's most of my friends. There's, there's, Hear that, Grant? Bare, you suck. There's, there's bare bones. I like video games. I play video games level, which I think most people in our society are now on. And then there is the, oh, let's analyze the business moves of Ubisoft and EA and talk about how uh, Sony and Microsoft are posturing and preparing themselves for the next generation of consoles and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's those conversations that, like, you and I... The best and conversations. Bunch of people, yeah, those good conversations that you you mean a lot of others on the internet enjoy. Um they're so like this, I've like just, the conversation we just had, where we're predicting what companies will do at a giant trade convention once a year. Nerdy, for sure. But like, it, it, you don't talk to many people on a daily basis who you can have those conversations with. It's weird because I know there's somebody at my job now who is into video games on that same level as me, and we can talk about that. 
and like we'll go out to lunch and he'll be like dude i'm so glad that like I know somebody in real life now who I can talk about this stuff with because it's so weird. And I'm like, yeah, that's and that's basically what I viewed this show as with you and me is just a way for us to like Let get all out. that off our chest, like ah, Kojima. and just spit it out into the ether. Kojima and Neil Druckmann. Oh, that was gonna be one of my things I was gonna bring up at the Sony thing. Do you think that Kojima and Neil Druckmann will be on the stage at the same time? And they'll be like, hey, what's up, bro? I don't know if they'll be on stage at the same time unless. Their two games are back to back, and like one's walking off while one's walking. I didn't know if they were gonna do like the couch thing, like they did at PSX. I hope they don't do the couch thing. I pray it's not like PSX. I pray it's just a regular E3 show. They just told us what they're showing. We'll see. Please, no couch. But yeah, like I, I don't know. There's been a lot of good. All the fun moments of this show have been between you and us, and us like retelling. You and us? You and us, you and you and I. I'm sorry. Uh, and just us regaling one another with our different stories and stuff like that. Like, hey, I went to PSX. Here's that. Or you talking about? I don't know. I can't think of it. You don't go to events, Max. <laughs> I don't go to anything. I, you've told. Uh, I feel like there was something I was thinking of it like a second ago. A specific tale. Yeah, well, I don't know. It, it's just been us trading stories about our lives with video games and stuff like that. And we've had, we've done a lot of cool things. I'm proud of with this show like if you if we can pick and choose which episodes we'd like to still be live there's a couple i would like to select um we, we'll we don't we, can... we don't have that power Darn. it's the uh, it's only the most recent ones because i like that i like what we did for our 100th episode with bringing everybody on i liked what we did when we had our like six week blowout of what are our, our favorite games, games? Of all time. Mm-hmm. that was a good series we did like we've had like very good moments with this show and it's kind of sucks to end um I've talked about this before, though, but, like, for me, like, I I need to keep doing this stuff, I think. And I think the fact that I've been in such a funk this year and have been so out of sorts to me, like, proves that, like, I need to keep doing something like this on the side or else I'm just going to, like, crumble and fall apart. Um, something every week that I can keep coming back to, even if it's not this specific program. So I'm probably going to do something else like this in the future. I, we'll see what the future venture it. ends up being. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This has just been a fun... This has been my favorite project we've ever started, mainly because it also... One, because it allowed us to talk about games and all that stuff I already said already, but it was kind of the catalyst that I think started pushing me more into doing other things. Like, first it was this, and then I was like, okay, now I need to add writing to this mix. Now I need to go to a show and cover a show. Now I need to get, get an E3 under my belt. Like, I felt like... I had this as like my base and I just kept adding other things onto it and I would always keep coming back M- to this. And MGS is the foundation of everything. Yeah, kind of for me and like where I'm at at this point and it's not like I'm at some grand, like it's not like I've reached the point I want to be at in this industry or anything. But You're uh, on your way. You're, you certainly have, like I yeah. said, within three years you went from living at home and just kind of talking about this as a hobby and doing a little bit of it on the side. Now you're on your way to your second E3. That's big. That's a lot of change in three years. Yeah, it is for sure. It's uh, yeah, for sure. And I think the next big change is figuring out how to get paid for that stuff more often, which is for sure the next big hurdle to the cross. Cause I think that is the biggest, that's a whole other conversation that we will not get into because that's just, I, I getting think paid just for it's pretty hard. 
Yeah, that's uh, this. Uh, a lot of this industry is built on the back of free work from a lot of people. So that is just that's what problem. it took for me for wiki work. There's a lot of free work up front, and then you talk to the right people and bug the right people. Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta keep bugging people, or else nobody gets back to you. Um, but yeah, I don't know where are you at. I feel like I've been kind of ranting with all of this. I was thinking about the recording this kind of leading up to it and we kind of nailed down an actual day to do it. And I was on Alex's show a couple of weeks ago after, you know, since the end of February is when we stopped this and toward the tail end of last year, I took like that three week break and like in a weird way, I was like, yeah, I don't miss this. Like I don't, I don't miss. And this was more Alex's shows. Like that was like four hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like quitting and then jumping right into like you know level 10 just like super like hardcore eating potato chips on your couch for three weeks and then running a marathon yeah pretty much um i was like yeah when i did after that i was like abby i don't miss this like this is fine but i was thinking about this and i was like well, i do miss this i do miss talking with logan like face you know digitally face to face yeah. And actually recording it. I don't miss the work that went into it. Like, yeah. I don't miss the recording that I'm doing right now and the timestamps I'm taking. Like, I don't miss any of that. But I'm going to miss the, the dialogue, like you were saying. Yeah. And the cool thing is you and I can still do that, and we do. We text all the time. Um, I'm sure at E3 I might get a famous Logan Moore FaceTime tour of the show floor if there's time. Um, Maybe like last year. It just depends if there's time or not. I still remember that last year. We were dog sitting for this house, and I was there by myself. And you Facetime me, and I just paced around <laughs> their front room while you walked the show floor, and I saw a rabid Donkey Kong. Um, that was cool and stuff. And it's been really rad to reconnect. My mom said the other day we were talking about Pizza King. And apparently my fourth birthday was at Pizza King. And she's like, I got to pull those pictures out because Logan's in the pictures. Like yeah. you're like we were friends as kids and then disconnected for whatever reason. And then you saw my name on Twitter, which, again, is one of the reasons I defend why Twitter is the best and explain my addiction. Twitter is how I got my freelancing gig. Twitter is how you and I reconnected. Twitter, most importantly, is how I really got to know and get in touch with my now wife. I owe a lot to Twitter, <laughs> um, and this is a part of that, and I'm going to miss this part right here. Yeah, this uh, is the easy part. This is the, the fun, fun part. part. It's yeah. the, the reason we never gained an audience is because we never really promoted this or hit the ground running or did anything to try to get the podcast into more people's ears, which I think is our great fault with the show. We were... We, we never really put in work outside of the editing process and the recording process to make the show a hit, which is on us, and that's understandable. And I also don't really know how to do that super well. Like, I don't know. It, it's There's so many po- – the thing is, like, I look back on it now. I, I think we were – I think we were just before the peak when we started our podcast. I'd say, like, 2016 was where it peaked, where it was, like, all of a sudden, like – everybody has a podcast. Like I, I feel Everyone like that still it, does have a podcast and now. Yes. Now that's a thing. I feel like we got in right before that really became too huge. Maybe I'm wrong mm-hmm. with that. 
because uh, obviously podcasts were big I, three years ago as well. But I feel like we got in just like very quickly before everybody else had one. And it's like a podcast is something I've kind of always loved doing and I never had someone who was committed to it. I did the one Bopiak for 35 episodes, which was very inconsistent. I did the Game Boys for like three, which was a reunion of Bopiak and that fell apart pretty quick. Um, I did my own YouTube stuff for a little bit, but you know, when we started this, I was like, all right, let's see how long this goes. Now we're three years later. Um, inconsistencies and consistencies all together and like yeah. this is the coolest the longest i've ever done anything like this and i i honestly don't think i'll ever do anything longer than 127 episodes ever again probably not no yeah i, I don't know if i will or eh, you could i don't know maybe i don't know i've still got a lot of free time on my hands <laughs> I, more than you at least you certainly do i I had a little bit of free time today. I was watching this documentary on Netflix about this crazy, crazy bank heist. It was nuts. I don't think I've, I don't think I've had a girlfriend throughout the entire lifespan of this program. Wah, That's an wah. interesting fact. There you go. <laughs> you can put that in the in the MGS facts page. There you go. So yeah, I definitely. I had a had girlfriend and got married during the course of the show. There you go. We went to your wedding. You did. And this, and this spun. Yeah, that what's cool is like this spun out to be an even bigger thing like we did with Miles Citizens Media. Like we don't do we don't end up doing that. Even though that only lasted a year, we don't end up doing that and really getting to know Mario and Michael and having fun with them. Uh Yeah, I wouldn't be going to a wedding in Chicago later this year if it wasn't for this. Yeah, so this is this is kind of the root of a lot of things. Uh not only just I wouldn't I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have watched Royal Rumble if it wasn't initially for this. And shut it off before Ronda Rousey. Uh, I didn't know. She's fighting for a title next. It month. was so long. Uh, it was very dude. You should have watched WrestleMania. That was like five to midnight. <laughs> that was all day. And that was, yeah. Please by the no. end of, I like wrestling. By the end of WrestleMania, I was like, okay, this just needs. Can we just please end this and go home? I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. Sleep. Uh, I felt like I needed a shower after WrestleMania ended. Anyway, yeah, like this has been really the foundation point for a lot of things I think we, both you and I have done the past couple of years. This is actually, this program is kind of why I have the degree that I have in school. This is this kind of opened me up to that. This class is the reason I blew through the audacity portion of a class <laughs> I had. It took everyone like 30, 40 minutes to do this quick edit. I was done in five minutes. I was like, see yeah. it, professor. Yeah, like I was, uh, yeah, that's why <laughs> this show actually ended up being why I got a couple credits in college. Not this show specifically, but like. Model citizens and stuff. Model citizens spinning off of it and stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Like, I don't know. They're like, I will always think back on this show positively, and it has been a lot of fun to do. And uh, I never would have played Castlevania Symphony of the Night if it wasn't for this yeah. show. Remember like, when like, we're going to play old Remember the whole point of this show is that we we're going to play old games a lot, and that never really happened? I know. Because we came at that from the wrong direction. We're like, every week. A new old game. And then we did that for like three weeks. I was like, Max, what are we doing? <laughs> this is exhausting. 
Yeah, because it was like we would get back together. I'm like, Max, how much of uh, Link to the Past did you play? And you're like, I don't know, maybe two hours. I'm like, I played the entire video game. And then we do it the next week with Super Metroid. I'm like, Max, how much Super Metroid did you play? And you're like, I don't know, maybe two or three hours. I'm like, I played the entire video game, Max. <laughs> how much Castlevania Symphony Night did you play? 75% or 175%. Yeah, I think I did you didn't get the true ending, Max. You didn't get the true ending. I think about Castlevania Symphony of the Night a lot. I think about Castlevania way too much. And I think you know about what? I'm so excited for that Moon Crystal game coming out next oh, week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the and Bloodstained, whatever, the Moon game. Curse of the Moon, and then the real Bloodstained supposed Ritual to be. Ritual of the Night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, that'll be good. That's coming to Switch. It's going to be great. Also coming to Vita. But yeah, it's there, coming there, to Switch is where it matters. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's not too much to say about that. We've kind of reminisced and touched on everything. Um, the one thing I did want to do as well, um, before we sign off, if you've ever been on this program, thank you so much. Uh, the shout outs to Michael and Mario. They've come on the show quite a bit over the past few years. Uh, we did all our Game of the Year stuff with them last year, and that was maybe my favorite episode. Never forget 2017 Game of the Year Super Mario Odyssey, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Should have been Breath of the Wild. Should have uh, Yeah, I'll miss doing that because I got so hyped for that, and that did not disappoint. That was like five or six hours of craziness. Uh, shout out to Michael and Mario. I love those guys. I miss talking to them more often. I haven't talked to Mario in a long time. I need to hit him up or play some video games with him. I miss him. Um Alex O'Neill, we kind of met through this podcast as well. This podcast would not be, I would not know him. He's a good friend now. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Jared Weich. He mentioned him earlier. We've been on his program. He's come on the show as well. Uh, We're both going to be on a show in the near future. And that will be my final podcast for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I'm going on his. So be sure to look out for a control interest game cast. uh, All their E3 stuff they're doing. Uh, who else has been on this show? M Dog, Peter Spasia. Peter Spasia, Peter. Uh, yeah, so great to. I saw Peter. At you did. PAX. You met. Peter. I went to PAX. I didn't mention that. Uh, that's kind of something that happened in the three months. Finally got to see Peter and hang out with him for about three or four hours. That was a great time. I really enjoyed that. You met Peter uh, before I did. I've known. I I've known about and communicated with Peter for probably roughly five to six. When did? Yeah, five to six years. Yeah, and you still meet him first. Yeah. That's well, like, he lives closer to me, even though we met in Boston, I guess. He's only like four or five hours away from me. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I will meet Peter one day. Met they just Peter. got a puppy. They also just brought back the power switch. Shout out to the power switch. Feel free to go, go check that out. We've been on that show. Yeah, we've been on that show as well. Uh, who else? Michael Martin from Capcom has been on this program. He talked to us about fighting games that one time. Uh, is there anybody else who's been on? I feel like there's some other noteworthy people we might be missing here. Thanks I'm to sure. all the guests who promised to be on the show, but we never got. Yeah. Thanks to everybody who's ever, if we missed anybody, thanks to everybody who's ever been on the show. It's, it's been fun. I've enjoyed that aspect of it. There's a fun, that's what I'm going to miss with it because when you meet people at conventions or on the internet, it's fun to just be like, Hey, I have a podcast. Come on my podcast. And they're like, yeah, okay. Like that is, that everyone is has a, a podcast. Well, it's such a perfect way to like meet somebody and get to know somebody over the course of an hour or two, though, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, you have that connection and you follow each other on Twitter and then you talk to each other. 
Like that's just, it's a really quick, fun, easy way to get to know somebody. And I, I really enjoyed that about having this show is the weeks you're like, Hey, I'm going to be out. I'm like, no big deal at all, Max. Let me go to my well of people who I've told I would love to have on this show. Sometimes. You had the other Logan on the show before. Logan Wilkinson has been on this show. Uh, Mr. Double T Doherty over at Twitter. He's been on this program as well. Mike Doherty. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of good people on this show. If we had any, I thought we never, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, and then uh, one final last shout out. I figured I'd bring this full circle. Shout out to both as a duo, Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty, because I don't think we do this without them. And I think we've said that forever. We just talked about how there's an entire episode about Colin Moriarty leaving kind of funny, which is a whole thing. We don't do this show without them, I don't think. Wouldn't have, would not, I would not be here if it wasn't for that fateful moment. In the yeah. Kmart linen storage closet, as I was putting away hand towels. Yeah, they've influenced us in more ways than one. Obviously, I think the most direct influence they've had is us starting this podcast, because I got real hooked on Beyond, and I was like, you know, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. That's but easy. Who, but who do I do that with? And then that's when I found Max on Twitter. So there you go. Uh, seriously, though, those guys uh, has been, have been a huge influence to us. It's a shame they're no longer together. Max and I are like the... It's completely unknown version of Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller. Uh, we tried. Yeah, I've liked having this kind of uh, duo between us, though. Like I, I have enjoyed that. That's been one of my favorite things, and I think that's really. I think that for me does stem from Beyond because I kind of wanted to have that kind of show, purposefully because I enjoyed the back and forth between them. Uh, we'll bring. I've brought some people on the show before, like when you're out or whatever, and they'll be like, "Oh, it's just two of us." That's kind of weird. I didn't know that. Or, or it'll just be kind of something they're not really expecting. Yeah, and I and I think uh, you and I doing this show back and forth off of one another for all of these years is really unique in a certain in a certain way. I don't know. Two person podcast. It's not like they're super rare or anything, but there's usually three or four or five on others. So, but yeah. Shout out to those two guys because I think that's uh, the core reason why I wanted to start this and I'm sure it's one of the reasons why you wanted to do it as well. But you were doing podcasts long before then. I was dabbling. You're messing around. I relied on you to edit sound for the first like 10 episodes. I was like, Max, I don't, I don't know how to do this. And you're like, that's okay, I do. I'm like, I guess I'll try it this week and we'll see if I can do it. And I was very proud of myself when I did it. Yeah, it was back and when I had to clap. Is, now it is easy and mindless. <laughs> And oh, it's I could so teach mindless. A monkey, I could teach a monkey to do it. I would um, pay to see that. All right, find me a monkey and I'll, I'll do it. No, anyway. I'm not going to find you a monkey. Any last second things, Max, from you? That's it. That's all I got. That's all she wrote. That's it. That is it for Millennial Gaming Speak. Rip. Max, I love you. It has been fun doing this show with you these past couple of years. I love you too. It feels like you're saying goodbye to me, even though we literally will. We're saying goodbye to this part. We're Th- again, good. this is the this part. Is part this, is, this, this shows the reason why we're we're, we're good buddies. So it's kind of weird. But. It is weird, but it's not like we're going anywhere. No, it's not like we're going anywhere. Anyway, I love who else is going to give me all the inside me. scoops? There we go. All I give you scoops. That, I make you jealous scoops that I don't have. <laughs> I I give you scoops. You give me scoops. We scoop. Me too. Thank uh, you, Logan. For doing this with me, putting up with my crap. Yeah, dude, no problem. Anytime, I'll take your crap any day of the week. Uh, I guess uh, I mean typical sign-off stuff doesn't really matter. I don't really care about giving you I'd our emails and stuff like that. If you want to follow, follow us, us, you can follow Max on Twitter. He's at Max the White. 
I, will, I am at Warman12. I will tweet about E3. That's about it. I will probably tweet pictures from E3. There you go. So you've got our interesting E3 hot takes. And we know we will try to do one last tweet from the Millennial Gaming Speak uh, Twitter account to, to show who wins. There you go. Wah, wah, wah. That'll be it. It'll be me with my Ryan Gosling will come in clutch and save the day. Yeah, Ryan Gosling's gonna save you. Go G1 Ryan Gosling. I can't even see that. Uh anyway. Max, I love you. Audience, if you've ever listened to this program, I love you. Because I know that's a small it's a small group of you out there. But I love you if you've ever listened to this program. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh that's all she wrote on Millennial Gaming Speak. Thank you everybody for joining us. We will talk to you in the near future. Goodbye. Farewell. And that's it, boys. Time to bury her in the podcast graves.